Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Dub Podcast. I'm your host, Flo, and we're going strictly audio today. This month, I want to apologize to all my avid listeners. Has been quite a tough one. So we're going to just going to go audio until I can get everything situated. So please, please, please keep me in your prayers. Let's get right into the episode for today. Get these 2021 tax breaks before they are gone. I know, I know I'm coming to you on December 24th and you're thinking, well, this is late. Why didn't you tell me sooner? Again, I apologize. This month has been crazy scheduling, trying to even sit down to to record a podcast for you guys. So let's talk about these 2021 tax breaks before they are gone. So let's make the most of these tax code changes before year end. So that way we can reduce what it is that we'll owe the IRS come this April. All right, let's plan your 2021 taxes now or else, or else what you may ask or else risk missing out in a large stimulus payment or face a surprise birthday gift from the United States of America or forego a charitable deduction. So year-end tax planning always, always matters, but new or temporary tax code changes make it different this year. There are so many new variables and they bring opportunities for saving if you plan. If you plan. So here's a dramatic but not far-fetched example of how strategizing could save a young family at least $7,600 this year. That's a lot of money, guys, when you look at the grand scheme of it with uh, throughout the United States. And we we recognize and we see that nearly 60 percent, if not more, don't even have three hundred dollars in emergency savings. So this savings could be beneficial to build upon in the year 2022. So let's say that a married couple has a new baby plus two children of ages uh, six and eight. Think their uh, 2021 adjusted gross income will be about 162000 which is below their 2020 income because one of the spouses have to temporarily leave the workforce because we all know the great pandemic. So this couple doesn't qualify for the 7000 in the third round stimulus payments based on their 2020 income. And their 2021 il- income will be just above $160,000 limit for payments to married joint filers. But let's see. Let's see what happens if this couple decides to rearrange their income for 20. 20- 21, so that way it's below the $150,000. So that means they would become eligible for the $7,000 in stimulus payments. And they'll get $600 in new child tax credits for 2021 that they would have lost due to the separate phase out. So how could this, how can you 
go ahead and rearrange your income so that way you can qualify for these payments. Well, one big thing is by making your pre-tax contributions to your 401k retirement plans, SCP IRAs, health savings accounts, or flexible spending accounts for 2021, among other things. And your business owners out there, you're not left out. You're included in this too. You could also defer your income or accelerate your deductions if possible. Of course, have that sit down with your trusted tax advisor to give you the different nuances, different ways in which you can make that happen. What won't help is deductions from charitable contributions. So, you know, church, for example, giving your tithes and offering every time you get paid, uh, giving over that 10%. In this case, it will not help with your deduction. Mortgage interest, state taxes, and other items traditionally on a Schedule A. Those do not reduce your adjusted gross income. Such 2021 strategies aren't just for families with children. A retired couple might qualify for $2,800 in the stimulus payments by deferring income or timing their investment gains and losses. Uh, There are also special breaks for charitable giving this year. So here are the big, big wrinkles to be aware aware of for 2021. Number one is the stimulus payments. That third round of stimulus payments enacted by Congress in March was the most generous, up to $1,400 for each member of a household. This benefit definitely, definitely phases out quickly, beginning at $150,000 and ending at $160,000 of adjusted gross income for most couples finally jointly. The range is $75,000 to $80,000 for most singles and $112,500 to $120,000 for most head of households. So that means many filers have already received their payments. The IRS has sent more than 171 million of them, totaling more than 400 billion based on the 2019 or 2020 incomes. And some were, you know, topped topped up, if you will, payments for people who received a payment based on 2019 income and then qualified for more based on their 2020 income, for example, because they lost their job or a birth of a child. However, people who didn't receive third round stimulus payments or else got partial ones can be eligible for more based on their 2021 income. For some filers, relatively small reductions in income could bring big, big benefits. So stimulus payments due will be claimed on your 2021 tax return. And that money is free money, you guys. That is uh, untaxable money. They're, they aren't taxed. It's not, it's not a tax income on that. The next wrinkle is child tax credit for 2021 just for this year now mind you just just for this year unless congress decides to extend the law there is a new child tax credit of up to 1600 per child under six years old and a thousand per child under 18 at year end 
That's in addition to the existing child credit of up to 2000 per child, which this year applies to dependents under 18 that year end versus 17 in previous years. So there you go. That's, that's a new wrinkle there. The two credits have different phase outs. Recipients lose $50 of that new credit per 1000 of income starting at 150000 of adjusted gross income for joint filers, $75,000 for singles, and $112,500 for those who are the head of household claim. For the existing credit, the phase-out begins at $400,000 for joint filers and $200,000 for single and head of household filers. Here's the upshot. Child tax credits don't phase out as quickly as the stimulus payments do, but how uh, however, however, lower income can bring higher benefits this year. All right, all right, all right. Let's keep it moving on to the next one. Refund issues with the child tax credit. When Congress expanded the CTC in March, it told the IRS to make monthly advance payments to taxpayers of up to half their total credit based on existing tax records. These payments will lower expected refunds or raise taxes due uh, for many filers on their 2021 returns. So those who are getting monthly checks, if you've been getting them checks since August, if memory serves correct, you should be aware of this issue and either adjust uh, your expectation or raise those paycheck withholding. The IRS has a portal for opting out of the monthly payments, although there's literally just one payment which should have already been made at this point. So we're kind of too late. Again, I do apologize. It's been crazy, you guys. It's been crazy this December, but hopefully it does reap great rewards for this company in 2022. Moving on, charitable giving. I talked about it, touched on it a little bit earlier. This year's tax players, taxpayers who don't itemize deductions on Schedule A can deduct charitable donations of up to $600 for joint filers and $300 for single filers. Unlike last year's $300 deduction for non-itemizers, this one is below the line, so it reduces taxable income but not the adjusted gross income. So. At the top of this, we're talking about adjusted gross income. When you're giving to your church, going back to that example, that doesn't reduce your adjusted gross income. Giving to your church reduces your taxable income. As usual, the donor often must have a notice from the charity before filing a return that records the donation amount and whether anything of value was received. What about givers who don't itemize, but donate, let's say, individual retirement, IRA assets through so-called qualified charitable contributions. Well, you guys can still take the $300 or $600 deduction for cash donations. There's also a benefit for people who give large amounts relative to their income this year. Usually taxpayers can deduct cash donations only up to 60% of their income although they can use up to excess over five years. So for 2021, donors can deduct 
cash gifts up to 100% of their income. And there you have it. That is all that I have for you guys today. I thank you so much for listening. And sometimes you can't, you can't uh, just tell the horse to just go over there and drink that water. Sometimes you have to bring the water to the horse. And in this case, that's what I have done. This article was so brilliant, brilliantly articulated in place. I had to read it verbatim so you guys can really listen to this rather than just seeing one of my posts and go, go read this. It's great for you. No, you've heard me say it. You've heard me read it. All, all, all the credit goes to Laura Saunders. She put this article together, beautifully put through the Wall Street Journal. And it was publicated November 19, 2021. So that should tell you how crazy it has been that this is coming to you. And you literally, literally only have seven days left to to go ahead and try your best to take care of these tax breaks. Again, my apologies. Thank you, Laura Saunders, for this brilliant article. I've read it to you guys. I hope you enjoyed listening. I hope you're grasping, you're scrambling. If anything, if you didn't know that you still have these moves that you can go ahead and take before the end of this year is over. I want to thank you, thank you, thank you so much for sticking with me throughout this year. And let's let's have a great 2021. Until then, I will see you guys next week with another audio. Peace.